off. Starts off with an oh fuck. <laughs> it's always going to be a good show when it starts off with an oh fuck, eh? <laughs> hey, Paul. Yes, but you know what I thought today? Everyone seemed like they had a pretty hard day. We had, uh, you were, you built a deck in record time, and you came in here like a crippled old man, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a little could, sore. Could barely open your eyes, could barely open your eyes, man. And now, you look at you, you, you end up, you perked up somehow. I feel great. Right? Three Jagger bombs. We had, uh, we had Steve the Reluctant German, he, he comes down from a long trip away, filming gorgeous horses. <laughs> and you know, he, he's had a tough time. Comes in, he he does his fatherly duties, and now he comes wearily into the Dutch hall, holding only a guitar in his hand. And then I got Michael. Oh, Michael put in four kills today. Four kills. You know what that means, people? No one knows what that means unless you're from Norfolk County, but that's a lot of hard work in the tobacco field. (laughs) And me, myself, I've been suffering from a long recovery from a Las Vegas trip. Uh, We're going to talk about it tonight, but first, we got to play the theme song. Bartender, I would like a beverage, something in a Bud Light. Goodness. Any casualties? No casualties. Hey, everybody! Yeah. We are here. Oh, wow. We started this show off with a real bang. I love it. Woo! What we, I'm not even kidding. Everyone walked in here. They, were, they had a hard day. But you know what? The what Dutch Hall heals day? all wounds. It heals all wounds. It, it makes everyone... And I thought we had a late start tonight. If anyone's really like waiting on Thursday night to <laughs> listen to this show, you're not going to hear it until Friday morning. Yeah, this is actually Sorry. Thursday night early Friday yeah. morning. It will be Friday morning when we're done. Yeah, yeah, when you get this show, it'll be Friday morning. And uh, we will be feeling badly when you listen to this. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. We do it for the audience every week. And uh, so this week, you know, a lot going on. You know, number one... Every time I, normally, my view of the world consists of uh, pink insulation uh, with a little bit of vapor barrier. I thought you were going to say pink something else. Uh, I like pink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, vapor. there's got to be a sound effect for that. Oh, my. Uh, anyways, uh, we, uh, but every once in a while, I like to get out and see the rest of the world because uh, you can go kind of stir crazy sitting around looking at the same view all day long. So this it was our annual trip as part of a conference we go to in Las Vegas, Nevada oh, this week. Sin Las- City. Sin City, you know. You think it, when you think about a Vegas trip, and you know, you get really excited. You <laughs> yeah, know? you do. Yeah. It's not a it's not a thing you'll do where you bring your family. It's not a bring your family kind of thing. Would you agree? <laughs> I would, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, but so it's one of these things I enjoy. We've had some legendary trips in the past. You never know what you're going to get. It depends what kind of people you run into. Yeah. And the timing of it all, like when all the stars align and you kind of line up, uh, it's great. Like the one, the one year, and I told it on an old Vegas show yeah. where I went, where we got went to the Palms and we got treated like uh, rock stars for the whole weekend on God knows whose dime, you know. <laughs> but we made uh, we made we made out just like rock stars the whole weekend. Didn't pay for anything. It was great, you know. That's a once in a lifetime kind of thing happening, you know. 
And this time when we went to Vegas, we almost had it. We almost had oh, it the so one time. Close. We were so oh. close because it was our last day at the pool and it was at the end of the day and we met this uh, Texan guy, oh, you know. Big Texas. Oh, yeah. And we were just chatting it up with him in the pool and then he was uh he was like uh round of drinks, you know, and he goes, Let's get this thing going, you know. Here we go. It's on me, yeah. you know? And we're like, Oh, if we met you two days ago, this would be the best trip ever, right? We would just be the best trip ever. As it turned out, I offended them both. Uh, <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. I said, I, well, the thing is, this guy kind of, uh, he kind of fooled me, you know? Like, he, he came up to uh, my buddy. He was wearing an uh, Oakley hat. It's like a visor, you know, oh, yeah. and with an O on it, right? So this Texan guy, like, they were talking. And he goes, what's that O on your hat for? And he goes, Oakley. And he goes, oh, like some fancy designer thing or whatever. Didn't like that. He goes, I thought it was going to be Oklahoma. No, because he's from Texas. Yeah. And it's like Oklahoma. And uh, they're a big rivalry, right? Texas oh, yeah, and Oklahoma. Yeah. College, know? yeah. I th- yeah, they don't, they're not supposed to like each other. Yeah. So then I go up and meet the women. And this guy's an old uh, guy. You know, he's like... Uh, How old? I would put him at uh, in his 60s, you know. Okay. He was in his 60s, and, and there's these girls that are up there, and one guy with a leg in a cast up by the in the pool. They had, a, they had one of those cabanas or whatever. A little bit of shade? No, no, they have the shade things, but these, these were like big beds that were out by the pool. Oh, I see. In Comfortable. The, yeah. In the titty pool. Good for the back. In the titty yeah. pool. It was, yeah, we went to the adult. And a nice view of the titty pool. <laughs> yeah, it was, we were in the titty pool for the whole, the whole week. That much. sounds like fun. Yeah, I, I, my, I don't know how... Like the, I don't know what I'm going to tell my accountant about the titty pool. <laughs> probably not too much about the titty pool. <laughs> I would imagine. I'm going to probably keep that off of our like itinerary yeah, these, that we had. We didn't say spent three days at the titty pool. <laughs> 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 Just have that on the bill. Oh yeah, I loved it. But it, you know, uh, I don't. Tra- I travel a little bit, but not a lot. You know, so when I always travel, I'm always very interested in the journey because it's a lot different than what we go on. So when we went to the airport, uh, we flew from Toronto to Las Vegas, right? And the airport... Uh, direct? Yeah, direct. <laughs> direct. Oh, yeah. Fancy balling. Plane. Balling, right? <laughs> WestJet. You're not right? going to Calgary. You're going straight there. Drive it yeah. right in. You. We got the cheap WestJet plane, the one that uh, didn't have the... the you where the monitor would be, where the TV would be, yeah. that was a magazine holder. <laughs> they, the tricked you. You? Yeah. they tricked you. you. This was almost a cool plane, but no, you didn't pay enough, you cheap prick. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to get the magazine holder. And then you know what I said when I saw it first? I sat down and I go, oh, magazine holder. That's a good idea to put it up there. <laughs> and then I, then I realized, oh, that's where the fucking TV should be. <laughs> yeah. Halfway through the flight? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Damn I'm... it, they got me. No, when they explained that they had to... They're gonna sell you iPads for six bucks or oh, whatever. You know? That's the trick. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's oh like, yeah, nickel and dime, like fifty bucks for your bag. If you want to bring a bag, it's gonna cost you right. twenty-five bucks a piece. You know, for your bag, yeah. and uh, you know they upsell you for everything. They don't give you food if you want food. But I did have some food on the way down. You know what I had? I they didn't have any food. Everything I asked for, they didn't have, so, and I was starving. So I go. Home. What time of day is this? Early uh, or late? It was uh, it was late. Yeah, late. we flew out real late on a Thursday. So you're looking for something hearty. Yeah, and we were drinking at the airport bar, and we get on the were. plane. I have my little airplane medicine, my little uh, pastry treats, you know, <laughs> that I like to take before Drips I leave the country. Right before you go into security, does he nibble it down and go on the plane? You have a great plane ride. <laughs> Relaxed. But you know what? We were real diligent. We we showed up early at the airport, and then so we didn't have, uh, you know, uh, we the. Uh, 
it was we went drink we showed went through security super early you know so the it it, it didn't have the desire it kicked in a little bit before it <laughs> <you know>? so, <laughs> or you're just uh, yeah. sitting and just waiting to get on yeah so i was using it for airplane travel you know as a as kind of a relaxant or whatever but uh, it turned out to be a real party time for Pete, <laughs> where i was uh i was way, i was way ahead of everyone else you know and because we were at the bar drinking and all of a sudden like uh Wow, Pete's having way more fun than anyone is, right? Because uh, I was the only one uh, on the scene on this particular program. <laughs> Everybody's waiting till they get on the plane, at least. Uh, yeah, they're gonna have maybe a beer on the plane or whatever, you know. Or a lot of them were talking about sleeping so they could really party when we got there oh, okay. or whatever. It was a strategy, you know, strategic. Everybody plays a different card. Right. I had a great flight. I listened to music the whole flight. Right. It was uh, it was terrific. Until the end, where you know this guy gets trying to get off the plane, and, and and he's like, you know, when you stop, you land in the airport or whatever, and then uh, you're supposed to wait your turn, right, to get out. It's like yeah. church. When yeah, you go it's like church. Communion. It is like yeah. church. Yeah, you just gotta wait your turn. You're like the usher's gonna come up, you know, but there's no usher. You just gotta know the fucking rules. Yeah, you when know? you when you sit at the back at a wedding, you gotta wait till the freaking end. Yeah. Until you can go back outside. It sucked. Do you think you should be first? No, you're yeah. last. You're the last the front one out. goes out first. <laughs> yeah, you think you got these sweet seats, but you can't. They're not that sweet. No. At the end of the ceremony, they're not sweet at all. Well, the idea was you got there last, because and then you got to, you had to leave last, right? Yeah, the that's first how it people is. there get to go to the front. They get to leave first. They're honorable, but uh, no one does that. Like at least our family doesn't. No. The Van Dykes are all in the back of the church, yeah. right? Yeah. We could be the first ones in the church. We're sitting in the very back row. Very that's, back. That's the best seat in the house, yeah. right? Always. No, except our grand grandparents sat in the front. Yeah, they had VIP. I think that's it. Yeah, they were always front row and uh, yeah, tucked in. Yeah, right on the aisle. Yeah, that's a, a position of uh, of uh, stature in the church, eh? You know, yeah, and, and, it and, is. At Walls Church, there was a, a same old guy that sat always in that seat, and when it was one of those masses where everybody was there, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Easter or Christmas, one of the real hot shows. That's that when my dad on. gets real mad, because he goes every week. He <laughs> yeah, gets, yeah. He is very upset. All the regulars are upset, and especially I, if you I had come, a... Si- I come every week, my old... Don't How these people all come... Know. They know this is my pew. This is C and E. Christmas and Easter. <laughs> these sons of bitches. <laughs> I was, you know, that, but you have your spot, right? Yeah. And you think you earn it if you're there every week. Everyone in the church knows that's always where where Mary sits. You yeah. know, you just stay out of his way. Stay out of his way. That's what he's gonna do. And I got my spot too over here. Yeah. I like to go on the aisle, kind of midway through. Yeah. You know, not too not too uh, pious, not too uh, bashful. You know, I'm in the middle. I'm yeah. like a. I think uh, I think Charters would be. He's a front. Is he an upfronter? I was just gonna say he's I, an upfronter, isn't he's he? A, well, he's in the choir, right? Eh? He's in the choir. I'm not even kidding about that. He plays guitar in the choir. He, you, do you do that? I do not. <laughs> no, you don't do that. No, I'm, I do not. I'm, I'm an E and C kind of guy. Oh yeah. E and C. Oh, my dad wouldn't like you very much. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. Oh yeah, you're an E and C. If, if it's, it's, and uh, so, like, uh, one of the things, so we got a room full of Catholics, uh, like people that, are, you probably have to call yourself a Catholic, right? I go on Christmas. <laughs> Your Christmas alone, Just that's the see. only mass? Hard C. No Easter? Uh, if I can get out of it, I'm out of it. So he doesn't I, go. 
I think I, I, yeah, I do go good Easter. Good for you. you go, I think you go Easter, but you don't go Good Friday. You never go Good Friday because that's the mud runs. Mud runs. He <laughs> <laughs> goes to the mud runs. You don't want me there. Totally, that yeah. It's oh, mud that runs. was a real controversy it's in our family our growing time up, in Michael. High school. Our oh time. my goodness! You try to explain that as a young teenage boy to your mother. You say, you know what? You know what? My Catholic mom. You know what? My Catholic I was father. Sucking down cheeseburgers. It's the mud runs. What do you mean? Your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ died for your sins. Exactly. And you're, and you're not going to. You're not going to Good Friday Mass. You're going you to can get, only eat fish. I'm sucking down cheeseburgers. You're going to get pissed just, drunk and watch trucks drive through oh, the yeah. mud. Dri- yeah. Drive my own through it. Oh. I, I like Good Friday Mass. I'm going to tell you right now. I like it. It's the. It's the. It's the most interesting story they tell all year. Yeah. Like the murder of Jesus. I like it. When you get into the... Stone cold murder. <laughs> yeah. They're putting him to death in the horrible way, you yeah. know, and they tell a story of it. It's an interesting story. So if you look at the, like, uh, you like to go for the good stories, that's one of the ones I like to go to. Okay. Is Good Friday Mass. And they don't have any, that much, uh, uh, they don't have as, as much singing. Yeah, because, it's it's usually a quieter one. Yeah. This is somber. Yeah, somber. But they do do that uh, whole, they could do that, this is the wood of the cross, right? That's a long one. That's a long one. And then because they bless everybody, right? They pray, Catholics pray for everybody. For everybody, right? Lord, Like uh, uh, the Pope, right? Yeah. He's a big rock star right now, right? Yeah. Right. He's in the United States. The Pope is, uh, is well, he spoke to Congress today. He yeah. had a huge crowd out to see him. People were throwing their kids over fences to give them uh, letters and stuff. Yeah. It's so a big get, deal. It's a big deal. They love the Pope, you know? And I think, did they ever have, do you know, do any of you guys know, did they ever have the Dalai Lama uh, do something similar to that? In the I'm States? Sure he has. He's talking. He to just, con- the Dalai Lama, no one cares about the Dalai Lama. Oh, no, he's not as <laughs> much clout as the Pope, eh? No, the Pope's got way more clout. But the, but the Dalai Lama's a bit of a rock star, right? Oh, for sure. If there was a leader of the Muslim church, I don't, they're not going to have him uh, speak to Congress, I don't <laughs> believe. You know, I don't know who the leader of they the don't they, they don't think is they there have a Muslim one. church. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I try I not to call it church or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, though. following. Uh, and then the I don't, who else? The the uh, Protestants really they don't have a do they have a leader? It's not a well known one, right? I don't know. So I would yeah. say that if you're gonna if anyone's gonna ask about Christians in general, meaning all Christians that there are, they're gonna ask the Pope, right? I would think. So even if you're not uh, Catholic, you you'd probably still. That's the only guy talking about kind of on your side or whatever, right? In the big umbrella of that philosophy, right? Yeah, yeah he represents us. Yes. Yeah. So you're 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 Christmas and Easter and Michael. We've always given Dave Charters the flack for being the staunch Catholic. Oh, I'm not staunch. I, I was. I definitely was, but not so much anymore. No, you're you're st- you're less staunchful. Yeah, I'm C and E and maybe birthdays and uh, first communions and, and when, whenever my mother wants me to go, I go. Oh yeah, okay. That's basically when I go. When she requested you go to church, you do it as because say, you love your mom. I it may it gives her joy in her heart. <laughs> Yeah. I, for some reason, me going to church is like a real special thing, yeah. and it's not just me. It's my. I, sisters I found as out well. this year my dad is pretty. Uh, he likes it like the. Whole, I tried to get out of it, like say I would stay back and cook the Christmas dinner, okay. right? Yeah, like, I went over like a lead balloon, taking yeah. it for the team. Right? And he's like, no, back. we go as a family, yes. right? I didn't know it meant so much, but like now it means I a lot do. to him. Yeah, me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just gotta be told, right? I'm the same. You gotta just, just tell me. Oh, okay. I have to go every Christmas. Yeah, I'll, I'll a, be there every Christmas. <laughs> yeah, deal. 
There is those things though. That's the thing. Like, uh, there's it's the tradition of the whole thing. I like because we with Good Friday. The other part of Good Friday is you get to we decorate Easter eggs afterwards and, and fish fry. Yeah, you have fish fry. That's what we yeah. we honestly still do. Like, still I shouldn't say we kind of started a fish fry. My uncle did when we used to go to it. And now we have our own, and it's it's great. Like our mm. family's pretty big. It's a great time though. Some yeah, beers, those are always good. You, yeah. You, Jesus said he can drink beer, or <laughs> yeah. he didn't say you can't. Yeah. And we eat a nice fish fry. It's great. Yeah, I know. And we're hardly suffering, right? We got a, uh, uh, a uh, in-law that's from Port Dover. Yeah. He brings a fish. It's delightful. Yeah. It's a real treat. I think my wife's family was more about, like, Good Friday was, like, you suffer like Jesus, and oh. you don't have anything but water and clear liquids, and they would have, like, uh, chicken broth and Oof. stuff like that. You uh, know? I guess we're not staunch. Yeah, enough. and the breath was not pleasant. <laughs> But I think the drinks always did flow those days, too. I don't think they ever gave up the booze. I don't know. There's don't, water in there. Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is about Vegas, right? And back around we go. <laughs> yeah. So we're... Goddamn getting off the plane. Yeah. Those sons of bitches, eh? Those... Uh, the, but the one guy was uh, not following the rules. He was like... Uh, he was getting up early and he like passed a few rows, you know? And you're like... Uh, dude, you butted into the communion lineup. Like, that's not, that's poor form, you know? Like, it really, it really, and I'm like telling my wife, like, oh, jeezy, like, that's rude. He doesn't know the rules. He doesn't know the rules. And Jane, and my wife says to me, too, she goes, it's like church. She's the one that actually coined the phrase, it's like church. Just like do it like church, yeah. right? And that really pissed me off. But it was, that paled in comparison to my flight home. With my flight home, we had the plane farter. And oh, I think no. I think that son of a bitch. I think I know who he was. A plane farter. He was a plane farter, and I think he was right in front of me. Old Toots McGee. Oh my God! This guy needed to shit bad, <laughs> bad. It stunk like terror. He, he just had like a little nugget in there, right? Ugh. It kept just coming out a little bit at a you time. You could tell that the air was going around the log. You know, Ugh. every single puff of air. He never going- went. He never went to the bathroom. I saw that son of a bitch get up one time. This guy was, a, you know, this is my, this is a prejudice. I'm going to tell you, I'm prejudiced right now. I'm going to tell you why, why I judge this man, right? And uh, it, this man was a, a, a very large black man, right? Center seat. He's sitting bitch right in front of me, right? They always get stuck there. Yeah. He's, he's got a, he's got this like, okay, these are the three culprits, I guess. I didn't know. I didn't even, I just counted the other one. But the, the, there was this big black guy in the middle and then there was a little, uh, like, uh, he was probably in sixties. This it's probably his wife. It's a little white lady, uh, in her sixties, you know, uh, a little uh, heavier set, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. that is, that's just a coincidence. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> neither here nor there. Yeah. But there is some that would say <laughs> match made in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, she's, she's, uh, uh, she could be a culprit as well, you oh. know, but, oh. but she's a tinier little tinier woman like she's short in stature and this guy's enormous right and the smell of this had it smelled like it couldn't have been her you know and the other girl was just this little little thing right and i i, I so i suspected the man in the middle because he was a large man he was a very old like overweight large man it wasn't his skin color that was no. my problem and actually his blackness has nothing to do with the whole story right yeah but it helps paint the picture because indeed he was black i saw his skin and it was uh not my the same color as white was you know <laughs> yeah. opposite of white yes but i don't see those things 
Right? That's what you're supposed to say, but I did with my own two eyes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so I think it was him, and I followed that fucker through the airport to get my luggage. Why? <laughs> Why would you follow him? I knew he was going to duck into a bathroom at first chance But you were he waiting got. for him to shit. That's why you followed him. <laughs> you know damn well. First one we crossed, he's darting right into it. Was it family services so it could go right in? I don't know. You know what I mean? Secret side. Bathroom? I was off to customs. I wanted to get as far away from there as possible. Oh, yeah. And he went right. You know, when you get off the plane, you're where you get on the plane. So we're on the gates. There's bathrooms right there. He went into the first one. I wonder down. what his strategy was like that. It, it was too small of a bathroom. Like, if you got a shit, you got a shit. Who cares? Squeeze it in. Get it out of you. On a plane? Have you shit on a plane before? Hell yes. Really? What? Fuck yes. <laughs> oh, there man. is no fucking way. <laughs> oh, I have. Yeah. You gotta go, you gotta go. You will you on public restrooms? I can no shit problems? anywhere. Oh. I can shit anywhere. Steve? I'm a home bowl kind yeah. of guy. Yeah. I, I'm not saying home, I don't like home my home drone. bowl. <laughs> no one's saying that. No, but I love a home bowl, but I gotta go in the field, big deal. Yeah, yeah. Bring toilet paper with you in the tractor. It's no big deal. Well, I'm telling you, this is apropos that you bring up this subject because uh, um, in Las Vegas, I had a little tummy problems oh. when I got there. Did I did. Have an ache, did you? Yeah. When we got off the plane initially, we were excited. We get in a taxi cab from the airport. We go right. This is our routine. We go right to the liquor store. Boom, oh, liquor store. Veteran move. It's what you got to do. Veteran move. So I'm with this guy uh, in a cab. There, there's six of us. So we have to get two cabs, right? So I'm in the cab uh, without my wife. I always like to sit up at the front with the driver, right? Talk. Yeah, because I like to chat. <laughs> and so uh, we get up with this guy. He's from, uh, he says he's from Burma. Oh, yeah. Burma. And I go, oh, Myanmar. And he goes, oh, you know, uh, you, you know of, uh, of uh, Burma. And I go, uh, I go, yeah, in Canada, they teach us geography. You know? <laughs> And so we're following this other cab, and uh, it ducks in the first liquor store, and he goes, hey, that guy's taking you to the uh, expensive liquor store. Do you want to go there or the cheap one? No. And I go, I want to go to the cheap one. And he goes, but then they were committed and going in, so I'm like, ah, but you got to follow him. I didn't want to. The other gang. So we got to go to the expensive one. And then I go go right away to their cab driver, and I'm like, uh Hey, why you take us to the expensive liquor store? This guy says there's a cheaper one. Can't we just go there? And this guy's like, oh, that guy's full of shit. It's the, uh, <laughs> it's the, this is the cheap one. And it, it, my guy was honest. My guy was right because that was an expensive liquor store that we shopped at. Really? Yeah. And I bought like way too much uh, Red Bull because they talked me into a deal if I bought more of it. And I gave like uh, almost all of it to the mate at the end because <laughs> it turns out I drank none of it. Because uh, yeah. the tummy. Well, no, I was, yeah, well, I was just kind of weird. Uh, yeah. A lot of times you're out drinking and stuff, you know? Yeah. No, no, we, we drank different things. Yeah. Yeah, it's just what I, I mean. See. I see. I was, like, being into beer a lot. You know, I was just, like, enjoying my beer. Nice. So, uh, uh, but I had tummy problems. The night, I don't know where the fuck we went that night, but, uh. The night you got there? The night we got there. We drank in our room, I remember. And... How many of you is in the gang? Peter. Oh, we went to the country bar. Mm. Oh, uh. Treasure Island? What's that one called? Yeah, uh, Great Bar. Yeah. Great Bar. Yeah, it was What great. is that bar called? It's wicked, It's though, uh, yeah. Gillies. Gillies. I was yeah, going to say Gibson's. Yeah, Have Gillies. you been to it? Yes. Yeah, Gillies. We went, uh, the rodeo actually was on at the uh, UNLV. It was like the, the oh, yeah. championship, like the riders. I don't know much about it, but 
all the cowboys were there. And uh, so we go to this bar thinking it's going to be fucking, it's our first day, same thing. This bar's going to be hopping. When we go midday, they're all at the show. Oh, yeah. All the cowboys. But at night, like, they were there. Not like uh, NASCAR boys were there. And Earnhardt went up and sang with one of the. Oh, really? Sang a country song. And yeah, we missed it all because we were there during the day getting drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. And nobody's oh, there. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's still a great time. Yeah, yeah. Great bar. It's one of those things where we're talking about, like, they just. The yeah, we missed don't it. Line up, yeah, right? yeah. If you ever catch it, it's yeah. like lightning in a bottle. Yeah, all of a sudden eh? you're there, and then boom, all these people show up. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was good. We were we were uh, we were having a great time when we went to this place. I suggested it. It was my suggestion. Yeah, a great bar. Even though the my only goal on this whole trip, and I I asked the cab driver, that guy from Burma, <laughs> on the way in, I said to him, um, I go, "Have you ever heard of the Double Down?" Right? And he goes, "Oh yeah, that's this bar, that's out by uh, all where all the gay bars are. It's a uh, it's a great time." He says, and I go. Uh, and then these guys are at, the other people in the cab are asking what it is, and I go, "It's a real dive bar, but it's supposed to be it's tons of fun." And he goes, "Oh yeah, it's a real dive." <laughs> he goes, "It's a toilet. It's like a toilet." He goes, "Is that what he says?" Yeah, he's saying it's like a toilet, <laughs> you know. That's a dive. And I go, he goes, "A real dive." He goes, "But it's uh, it's the happiest place on earth." He says, "He goes, you, he goes, it's the most." He, and they're asking, "Is it fun?" He goes, "Oh, it's it's so much fun, right?" This guy <laughs> loves it, eh? Burma. Yeah, I'm like, perfect, that's my bar. That's the bar I want to go to, this dive bar, right? So I, I, I thought I sold them on it, you know, like, we're, I got to, I sold no one on it. No one wanted that experience <laughs> they, for me. You were the I only one liking that. Yeah, like, I'm like, uh, you know, I want to go to Vegas and go to the shittiest place I can find <laughs> and have the best time, you know? Like, yeah. that's what I think would happen, but they wanted to go to different things, so... The compromise was uh, Gillies, right? Nice. Because I, I knew I could get them on country. Because I'm a big music fan, but I was with people with vastly different musical tastes than I was. You yeah, know? it's tough. So I was try- didn't know how to direct them because I hated their shit, you know. Like, yeah. And so I'm like, um, <laughs> I do. Oh, wait till I tell you what this guy was in. One guy was into. Like, fuck. Anyway, it's just hard for me. I'm t- I'm really opinionated about music, and you know, like I'm trying not to ruin things all yeah. the time, you know. So you're like, uh, let the people have fun. I lost it one time. I'm like, fucking enough of this shit. You know, cut it off. I fucking hate this guy. You know, I couldn't stand it anymore. Like, I'm just like, stop it. I might as well tell the story now. The guy, one fellow that I was with, great guy, by the way. If, you know, yeah. if, if he's listening or whatever, like, he's a terrific guy. Like, I, I have the most fun with him. And I don't think I'm talking out of turn when I say this. But uh, he's uh, his taste in music. He's uh, out of the closet, like uh, not 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 gay, but he's out. He's he's open about his uh, his uh, his love for these two musical artists that I do not share the same love for. Mm-hmm. You know, who might they be? Well, the one, the one is our Canadians, Canada's <laughs> Canada's own Justin Bieber. Oh, oh Be- right? Bieber is it Bieber or Bieber? No, it turns out it's. Bieber. Oh, Bieber. With a B. A yeah. B. Oh. yeah, my nephew was wrong. It is, it is not the rodent, the Canadian icon, the beaver. Spence. But uh, the Bieber. So now we have two two, uh, two icons. One of them is Justin Bieber. And uh, anyways, his point was he knew a guy who played with Justin Bieber, right? He was like a music guy that he knew. What? Sorry to interrupt, Pete. He's justifying why he likes... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is why he likes Justin Bieber. He's justifying it. So he goes, uh, he knew this guy, played... He went on and he was was, uh, in a common area with Justin Bieber, and they were jamming. 
and he was playing guitar and and uh, piano and stuff and jamming with them on different. And he goes, "This kid's an amazing musician, right?" And uh, he goes, and then he likes crappy pop music, right? <laughs> Which, he, must, he must. Yeah, that's the part. That's that, a given. That's the other one because that's the part I can't forgive is the stuff. He, if he's so goddamn good, was he played good music? Yeah, right? exactly. It's just not good music. Like I'm sure he's a talented person. He's just not playing good music, right? So half the argument I give, but not the other half. And I'm saying if he's like that could have been a musician, why don't you put him like when you're going to feature the guy? Because everyone thinks he's a douche, right? Uh, like a corporate-made right. douche, right? So then you just, um, why don't you just uh, like put him on stage and show what he can do? And then maybe people would respect what he does, right? Yeah. That's what I would say. That's what Justin Timberlake did. Yeah, he actually showed he was a, uh, yeah, an artist, right? Showed he could sing. Yeah, yeah. Look what I He's can do. Funny as fuck too. That's right. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I'm actually not a douche. I'm actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a JT a... fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what? And you don't look like a, like that's the one. No, a, yeah, exactly. So this is the thing. This guy's ten years younger yeah. than me. You know, maybe more. Maybe twelve years younger than me. So uh, he might be like, um, you know, maybe that's just the. He, Bieber's going to be the Justin Timberlake of the future. I hope so. He got that. He was. He took. Yeah, he I took all so. that beating on the roast. You know. Yeah. What if What if uh, Bieber grows up and actually just realizes that the shit he did was stupid and and made fun of it and uh, moved on and started being like just uh, a musician. Yeah. Hopefully that happens. Yeah. Canada, I, we're still mourning Corey Haim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just found out Corey Haim was ours. Now we're so tragically sad, saddened by it. <laughs> this would be the time where I should just bust Michael and make him play a theme song because he ran away from the table. Oh, bartender. So we were going lying. to. So we went to. Uh, uh, we did not go. We went to Gillies, which was uh, instead of my dive bar. We went to Gillies, yeah. and it was and it was a great time. And my wife, I was actually able to make my wife uh, jealous for the, one of the first times uh, that I can remember. She's not a jealous woman. I don't really, I didn't, because I, I never think anything I do is bad because I'm never going to cheat on my wife, you know? So then uh, she she told me she was jealous because we were at this uh, bar and I was dancing with my wife all night long, you know? Oh, doing a nice two step? Oh, yeah. Oh, my. We were doing the two step on the dance floor and I was just. I was really spinning her and dipping her, and we were having a, a grand time. There's a live a live band. Yeah, it's a great place for a nice two-step. A lot of room in there. Live band. They're playing rock music as well yeah, as yeah, country cool. music. You yeah. know, it was mixed up. It was there was stuff that I that I was You're cool like, with. Okay. And it's one of those country bar feels. You know, it's always fun, right? Fun time. Yeah. Dance well, floor is yeah. dance floor is busy and all that stuff. Yeah. Is there so a one, what? There was a ra- there was a bull. There right? is a bull. The one yeah. guy on our trip rode the bull, yeah. and that, I, that's why they have the bull. It's yeah, a, it's a memory maker, right? There. Yeah, yeah. The bull is great. He was so so into riding that bull. It wasn't even funny. Shirt uh, on or off? He had his shirt on. <laughs> oh, he kept oh, it on. Good. But I'm surprised because this guy. If you if we would have yelled out, "Take your shirt off!" I <laughs> think that's all, that. <laughs> all it would have taken at that point in time. I would have been that guy right away. Yeah. But we are going with an eclectic group. I got to tell you, like uh, there's uh, these younger, these people are younger than us, and then there was uh, even people younger than them, which is a younger gay couple, and then there was uh, a, another couple our age, and then me and my wife, right? Okay. So it's like a bit a pretty eclectic group, like all over the place. Like when we're in the hotel room drinking 
there one person's yelling out Justin Bieber and the other one's yelling out Kim Mitchell, you know? Nice. <laughs> you know, so it's all over the place. And I got to tell Both you, Canadian, the guy that loves uh, Justin Bieber was singing just as loud to Patio Lanterns, you know? <laughs> and the other one that I couldn't forgive was Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Oof. Ugh. Like Chris Brown? I, I, These are the two he's... Yeah, ugh. loves Chris Brown. I wonder you had a hard time. Yeah, loves Chris Brown. And you know, you know what that is? Um, th- this is uh, brings up the question, right? How horrible uh, a thing can you like? There's like, how talented do you have to be to forgive the horrible thing that you do? Like he, like this was the guy's point on Chris Brown when he tried to defend him. He said, "Chris Brown must be talented to be able to uh, beat Rihanna so mercilessly yeah. that he could that he can be forgiven. Like that he must be talented because people just got over that, right?" Where you look at Pee Wee Herman, he just jerked off in a movie theater, and it took him like twenty years for people to forgive him. Yeah, you know? oh yeah, and and that was that was terrible. That's way less of a crime than beating a woman. It's but, true. You know? He was only beating himself. <laughs> he was just beating himself in a pleasurable fashion. Yeah, in a make... porno theater. What else are you supposed to do in a porno theater? Is that like that's an old? I joke thought they the handed out towels when you walked in there. Yeah, I would think they would, or maybe old socks. <laughs> yeah, tube socks. We would appreciate if you would come in the old sock. You know? Here's your tube sock for the night. <laughs> How many shows are you staying for? Oh, you're gonna ones. need an extra large one. <laughs> I'll give you the pillowcase. <laughs> I feel you have thick or, white loads. Oh, I mean, here's a chip bag. <laughs> chip bag. That's, the that's chip for bag pissing. Will, yeah, we know it will work for that too. Uh, it works for everything. Yeah, I like the crinkle sound at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best when it flies out a bus window. <laughs> Is it old crinkle bag of jizz? <laughs> wow, you don't find that at Costco or no? You can't get a crinkle bag of jizz. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> good. Imagine like rainy. Yeah. <laughs> He's uptown, finds an old crinkled up chip bag on his bike. Oh, some chips. Yeah, what is this? What's this new kind? Yeah, all of a sudden he's eating all my could have been children. It's called uh... (laughs) sour cream and awful. (laughs) Oh, Oh. Oh. we should have a shot. Well, that brings us up to the segment of the show that we call Paul's Potable. What could be something matter from Paul? Something delicious and something so small. Time in Glenbrook, can you tell that he's notable? Time in the show to have one of Paul's potables. Almost got the words that time. Well, well guys, we got a milestone here. Oh, what's this? This is the last day of the Moonshine Cherries. Oh, my goodness. Wow, let's have a hand round of applause for that. It's a miracle. The hot crowd comes up. They're sleeping in the corner for quite some time. The hot crowd warms. We must be 100 deep. Well, uh... (laughs) And we got a whole uh, bucket of booze, too. Yes, this is one of those things. Last week, we uh, asked the listeners, we said, hey, we're running low on these moonshine cherries and absinthe, which tended to be their every week's shot (laughs) that we did. What we like to call the regular. Both of which, uh, when you take it for the first time, is horrible. Horrible. (laughs) And then when you take it for the hundredth time, it's a lot lot more palatable. You know, You, you, you acquire a taste. As my... As my wise father might say, you can acquire a taste for a skunk's asshole if you eat enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. Something like that. I remember that quote. And <laughs> uh, so um, 
Anyway, what was I saying? Uh, oh, so we reached tassel. out to our listeners. We reached out to our listeners, and we said, please, if you could, just dick, uh, dip into your old liquor cabinets. Or and, dick. Or dick into it, whatever you want to do. And grab some old booze and uh, bring it to life in the Dutch Hall. And today, uh, in my Dutch Hall, on uh, the table which we uh, record the program, really, there is a recycle bin full of booze with a, with a letter in it. From Lakeside Vista. Oh, what? Uh, the sponsors of our show. What great people. So this week's episode, or a segment of uh, Paul's Potables, is brought to you by Lakeside Vista. If you'd <laughs> like to go to lakesidevista.ca, uh, check out this uh, gorgeous property on the on the uh, North Shore of Lake Erie. It's one of the beautiful, beautiful parts of, of uh, Canada's south coast. And uh, you can uh, book any of your corporate events, uh, weddings, uh, uh, parties, private parties, Go on lakeside www.lakesidevista.ca and check it out, and uh, they're a great couple to deal with as well because they brought us this bag of horrible booze or this like horrible booze. Yeah, <laughs> there's some real dandies in there. So much. Yeah, we they, got, they did exactly what we asked. Oh yeah, Lakeside oh, yeah. Vista, where the views are beautiful and the memories are even better. <laughs> oh, I like Ooh. it. I like it. That's great. You get that for it's free. It's always right? a good time. Yeah, that's a good slogan. You should uh, copyright that. We got a lot of that. apricot brandy to drink. Yeah. There's like what? three bottles of apricot I, brandy. One's from Amsterdam. Is that from Amsterdam? <laughs> One is from Amsterdam. You know, I was in, this is, brings me back to Vegas, when I was at the pool one day, at the titty pool, Yeah. there was this guy wearing a Dutch t-shirt, you know, like a Hop Holland t-shirt. Oh, right? nice. So I go over to him, I'm like, hey, fellow Dutchman, and he says to me, uh, yes, you know. Oh, he was. No, but he was, Ameri- was gonna... he, he was American, but but of Dutch descent. Oh, very nice. So he wasn't a right-off-the-boat Dutchman, but I said, do you know where your family's from? And he goes, yes, I do. They're from Friesland. <laughs> no, no fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was like a big, uh, bigger guy with like curly hair, yeah. you know. It wasn't so much blonde as it was red. Oh, he was yeah. a... He was the old uh, ginger, the, ginger, a ginger Frieslander. Ah, ginger Frieslander. <laughs> oh, from ginger Frieslander. Ooh, ginger Frieslander. <laughs> Those oh. are the rarest kind, <laughs> the palest skin. <laughs> he was wearing the t-shirt because he burnt. He burned immediately. Right? Look away! I'm hideous. <laughs> I will burn. <laughs> Poor guy from. Frieslander. I will burn from your hot stare. <laughs> only the only the hearts are red on our flag. <laughs> All right. We're, All right. We're in Paul's Potables. So what do you got for oh, us yeah, today, yeah, Paul? Yeah. Uh, moonshine, Go. cherries, and moonshine. <laughs> oh, it's oh. a purest one. It also is red. All right. Yeah. All right. There's there's more cherries in mine tonight, though. Call this a bleeding liver. You got a double, Steve? Double oh, the fun. We got double all got double. <laughs> oh, yeah. We had to kill that. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Is the bottle empty now? Is the jar empty? You know what I like to do oh. on my last moonshine cherries? Mm. Just chew them like gum. <laughs> Like, uh, the last ones, I'm gonna make them stretch. <laughs> Tastes like nothing. I'm gonna stretch these sons of bitches out. Hey, Steve, you're only three days, three, only three fun. deep. Double yeah. chew on the each double, side. The double cherries are real kicker, eh? But they're gone. Yeah. yeah Steve, yeah, the first time job. I had good those job. suckers, was, my face was the same as yours. Apricot brandy up next. It's oh, like, <laughs> we're gonna go on. This is the next. It's like when you um, talk about great art. You know, great art and great artists. Has nothing oh, to do with those cherries. Great, that <laughs> You talk about the periods that they created art in, you know, like oh, he was going through his uh, 
his uh, self-portrait period, you know, or whatever. <laughs> this is going to be our apricot brandy period. We just, <laughs> we just exited the, um, the moonshine <laughs> cherry period. And uh, absinthe uh, period. And now right into apricot brandy. Apricot brandy from Holland. Oh, from Holland. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's Holland. And we got, oh, we got a whole plethora. We got some plum, plum brandy. brandy. We have some triple sec. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of brandy in there. Oh, there's a lot of brandy. There's brandy a lot of makes things. Me screech. Dandy. We also there's got some uh, a lot of rum and uh, gin, mm. and uh, rum's going to come in quite handy for next week's show, where we have people that are coming all the way from uh, Jamaica to join what? us on a program uh, that we're we, that has been a long time in the making. I can't wait oh, to have our guests yes. in from Jamaica next week. Super excited to have it and. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. You know what? This brings us right into uh, feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Feedback! Yeah. Oh, welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. Uh, first of all, we'd like to thank our sponsors who bring feedback. We got feedback to you. It's Amazon. You go on uh, the Live from the Dutch Hall website and click on either either of the Amazon banners. Do any of your Amazon shopping, and a little bit of that money will come back to help the show. Also on my website, you will notice uh, VG Meats coupon. And VG has been a great sponsor of our show since the beginning. VG. And we always like those guys, and they're, they're great guys to deal with. So if you want to get great meat from a great family, uh, either go to, go to Simcoe or Stony Creek, and um, you can uh, bring your coupon in there, and you buy some steaks or some ground beef, and uh, a little bit of that money will come back and help the show. So thank you to our sponsors. Uh, we also like to welcome new listeners, and uh, this week we had new listeners from Edmonton, Alberta, North Tonawanda, New York. Have you ever been to North Tonawanda, Paul? Nope, no offspring there. <laughs> Georgetown, Ontario, Hershey, Pennsylvania. I think that's Hershey. yeah, right off the Hershey Highway. Right off the highway, eh? And you know what? I'm really excited about this next listen we have because we've always had that one loyal listener from uh, Tasmania, right? Uh oh. Always the same location every every uh, week. You know, one of the first downloads we get of the show is this one listener from Tasmania. Paul's dream trip. Yeah, Paul's dream trip. And this week. We got a second listener from Tasmania. We're into two different listeners from Tasmania. Uh-oh. We're becoming the a kid, sensation there. The We're kids becoming are a sensation. On <laughs> Times two, Paul Chuck. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think what happen, what might be happening here is these are the offspring of the Australia trip. I can't wait to meet him. All we need is three more, eh, Pete? <laughs> three mu- more. The musk ran deep. And <laughs> we're, up to, we're up to two Tasmania listeners, and I couldn't be happier for them for us to have that because you know we get it we get listeners from australia we have uh we have a handful every week nice but tasmania is one of our uh is one of my most loyal markets with that one listener and now if i can get the second one to be the same way we might actually we're only three away from a great trip oh Oh, there we go yeah i can't wait talking about i'm just talking about my kids it's gonna be great It's going to be so beautiful. It's going to be a real Mo- Maury Povich moment. I can't, I can't wait for the it. The test results say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He knows it's us. There he is. Right? There'll be three next week. We're gonna, that's... I'd love to see, like, uh, all these, like, really uh, broad-shouldered Australian women with, like, large bridge noses. And, uh, they they're like, all like, women. They're all women. They all look exactly like Paul, but, like, with blonde hair. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> yes. They're on the rugby team. 
Just like kicking solid. ass. Real bruisers, eh? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we got, uh, you know, every, we like to name a listener of the week every week. And uh, as part of a feedback, we got feedback. And, you know, there's been a guy, and he's been with us, he, you know, pretty much since the beginning. He was one of our early guests. I think he was on the third episode, you know. He's been one of our highest rating. I think all three of his shows that are dedicated just to him mm-hmm. are in the top ten uh, Dutch Hall programs of all time. This guy has been a great contributor. He's gone so far as to sponsor my show. We talked about Lake, Lakeside Vista earlier, you know, and it's... And you know what? It's a goddamn shame. He's never been listener of the week. It is never it's ever a, been listener of the week. But dedicated. every but every week, you know, he just seems to be edged out a little bit uh, by somebody else. And what he did this week is he went over and above. Yes, he, he went did. over and above. He comes in. I know damn well. You know, he, he sends me a nice letter. He says it's not about anything about the show. It's about thanking us for our help at his party that he had. You know, for what we did. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. You know, that was, a, that was a great time you put on for us. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to you. With, he, but, you know, it wasn't just from him. It was from Lisa and exactly. Ryan. It was from Lisa and Ryan. And you know what Lisa did? She also sent me a piece of feedback this week when I was away in Las Vegas. And I, I got to tell you, yeah, it is time for that. Whatever you want. You know, <laughs> throw it in because we're right in the middle of it. Yeah. But that's a great cue. You nailed hey, it, Michael. Oh, yeah, you nailed it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. What are, what are your fucking no. names? Oh. Yeah, Charters. You know, charters. Everybody is here. Uh, and you didn't make it. I, I Sheik, I told you to be quiet the whole show. You're young and gentlemen. Uh. Uh, otherwise, don't be lazy and dumb son of a bitch. fuck <laughs> Yeah, Dave. Sheik, I'm, t- I'm telling you, we were talking about Michael in the middle of that, and you had to bring that shit up. Charles isn't here. We, he has a job, okay? He's got a he's got shift work to do. He's a, a dedicated family man. The guy keeps breeding. There's more children popping off of Charters day after day because he's a staunch Catholic, and every time he spreads seed, it blossoms into a child. It's, he's fertile. Yeah, and you don't want to feed him after midnight or pour water on him it's or like whatever. It's like a gremlin. Yeah, Charters. You don't want it. If you pour water on Charters, kids just pop off of him. <laughs> they grow out of his back. <laughs> yeah, they'd like to start to blister in his in his back at first, and just they're n- then they're nuzzled in his back area like they have a they're like a you know like a sa- they're in a sack of like amniotic fluid bubbling out of his back, and then like there's hair there's just all this lush hair growing over it almost like a so fuck you, off. So you have to like part the hair to see the baby in there, and he's just floating around, and then all of a sudden it just gushes out out of Dave's, out of Dave's back. That's normal, right? That's, a, that's normal, right? It's a staunch Catholic. What did Lisa do for us, though? Hey, you know what Lisa did? She sent me some nice feedback, and I loved it. Wait a second, guys. All right. What is the feedback? I was just trying to find my phone. Oh, yeah. She sent me some feedback. I'm in Vegas. We did that show last week, and I went a little long. I think we're probably going to go long today, too. Uh, but we... Um, so she's, I was thinking... I didn't think that show was really turning out that good. All of a sudden, I get some feedback from my from Lisa Vandenbush, and she says to me, "Congrats on a great show and and doing stand up. I want to climb a mountain too. I really thought Ryan had listener of the week uh, this week. Thanks for the laughs. Right is what she sent me. Beautiful. Right. And she, see, you know, you know what she showed there was, she gave me feedback. She picked me up when I was down. You know, I was having the shits. I told you about that. It was yep. terrible, yep. right? It was, it was, I was, I had to sit on public toilets. 
I had to sit on three public toilets. You got to layer that shit up. Twice in one breakfast. Oh, oh yeah. I destroyed that bathroom. That 800 flushes, I bet you I had. That's rough justice. Emptied out, you know. I was feeling down. I was feeling low, right? And, and I get this message from my sister after she listened to the show. Beautiful. Really picked me up, you know. And she's just as responsible for that uh, box of booze as Ryan was. So if I had to pick a listener of the week this week, I'm going to have to pick... Lisa Vannebush, you're the listener of the week. You're the listener of the week. This is your week. Yeah, Lisa. Let's hear it for her. Oh, I'm sorry, Ryan. Keep it up, though. You're so close. If there was an award for the the most runner-up listener of the weeks, I think Hands down, it's got to be Bushy at this time. <laughs> I think right? he's taking it. Yeah. Bushy yeah. wins. It's got to be second place, or maybe right. Willie Van Dyke. You know, he's a good listener. Just on the bubble. Yeah, I, those are the two Always I would say. A bridesmaid never bride. Yeah, <laughs> but Willie's got it, and uh, Bushy hasn't yet. So just keep up the good work, Ryan. You're gaining on it, man. You're so close this week. I think if you keep it up, you're really going to get there someday. <laughs> so um, that's listener. We got we got feedback. We got feedback. Last week's show was. Uh, was actually pretty well received. Yeah. We had a lot of people that gave us uh, positive feedback about it. And uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, but every week, each and every week, we get feedback from one of our most special listeners. And that is uh, the Haitian Dwarf. So let's uh, hit the Haitian Dwarf. Where is it? I have to do the alphabet here. There he is. I love that word. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was live and oh, that was perfect. You timed it perfectly. You even if I cut it off, you're gonna nail that thing. Well, that ties in. Uh, that ties in awesomely with the Haitian dwarf's feedback, actually, because the Haitian dwarf he gives us feedback every week, and this is no exception. He gives us five stars this week. Five oh, stars. Thanks, you know, every, every week he goes on iTunes. You know. Five stars. He puts in another thing. Five stars. It helps the show in the rankings, and I wish more people would do it because it's a really nice thing that the Haitian Dwarf sure does for is. us. He goes five stars. He goes, here's one for your bucket list. Produce some comedy. Oh, wow. Oh, harsh oh. criticism. I'm going to have to say harsh criticism. Wow. Paul, Mike, and Dave are carrying you. Oh, well, maybe not Dave, he says. So he's not a big fan of Dave, but of last week's episode, yeah. he was not a fan of me. You Jeez. Know? He goes, in, well, I'm going to tell, um, before I read the rest of his feedback, I'm going to respond to that, you know? I'm going to respond to that one at a time so we make sure all these issues are, are, Address are addressed, right? Produce some comedy, okay? Right away you're saying you didn't find the show funny? No, he's saying the show was funny. It was Paul, Mike, and Dave that made it funny. Oh. So I say, oh, well, that's, that's fine. You, want, you said produce some comedy. I just did. What I put together is a team of really talented guys, who, one of which... Just stole every one of my punchlines for me at the perfect time. That's my brother Paul. <laughs> so if I I set him up every time. I am the Bud Abbott to his Costello. He's right? knocking it out of the park. I am the f- fucking uh, Dean Martin to his Jerry Lewis. You know, I am the uh, what's his what's the Smothers brother? 
There's Tommy Dick. I'm the Dick Smothers, and he's the Tommy Smothers. Dick Smothers. That sounds like a porn name. Eh? Mm. Uh, Dick Smothers. Dick Smothers. <laughs> well, hello there. I've been wearing Brabant Musk. I'm Dick Smothers. <laughs> I love your mothers. <laughs> that's so funny because that's not him at all. But you picture when he leaves, like he's doing his mom likes me best thing or whatever. Yeah. Mom likes you best. And then he goes home and he's like, I'm Dick Smothers. <laughs> you know why they call me that? Because I smother my dick all over your face. <laughs> you ever see a post pounder? Yeah. <laughs> a post pounder. What was the post pounder? Was also became the sewing machine. Sewing machine became the post pounder. Oh, we made Other the way post around. Pounder. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Did you make the post pounder? Yes. Oh, excellent. Did we talk about that already? No. <laughs> we won't. Do you Maybe want so. to? <laughs> the post pounder. After hours. Maybe that's on the after hours program. So we've got a Haitian dwarf. Yeah. I produced it because the situation was produced by me. So that why even if I don't deliver the punchlines, I'm I'm creating the environment which does that. That is producing great comedy, and that's what I think I pulled off last week. True. So go fuck yourself on that one. <laughs> wow. So uh, well maybe uh, so he goes and get rid of that Eves and his incessant fuckhole talk. Oh, yeah. wow. And you our know, cousin. Our cousin, who sits quietly in the corner, most episodes you don't hear a word from Eves. He sits there in the corner, he enjoys the program. Smoke he says, "Cigarettes, please, chills out. Don't put any attention to me. I don't want any attention. But once in a while, because he's such an interesting guy, we bring him into the conversation. And uh, the Haitian dwarf has a problem with him because we talks about he talks about the great fuckholes. If you if you were had the fuckholes to yes, talk about, like right. if you've ever been Haitian dwarf to the fuckholes, and you have your little thing there and." Haiti, with your, what is it called, a love hole? Yeah, it, love holes. Yeah, that's love right. holes or whatever in French. In Holland, you don't beat around the bush. You just call them fuck holes. Yeah, it's right what we do, and that's what you do in it. And so anyways, I find it to be interesting. You don't, but I tell you, uh, there's a lot of people who do, and uh, they're a very small minority of our total <laughs> listeners. I think there are, like, maybe just, like, there might be up to three. Three? I think we're up yeah, to three. Three people that like it. And uh, for those three, I can't ever take it away from him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry he's doing But you are in the majority of people who hate that fucking bit. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Asian Dwarf. So let's get back to him. So we get back to uh, Vegas. You want to go? Yeah, we'll go back to Vegas. Yeah. So we went one night. I wanted to go to a dive bar. One night we went to a country bar. Right. My wife... My wife uh, got jealous because she went to go watch the guy that was with us ride the bull. And I was still in a dancing mood, right? So I went over to these two girls. They were sitting on the side watching the dancing but not dancing. And I said, would one of you two ladies like to dance? You know, I want to dance. And and my wife's gone, right? So uh, the one girl I was talking more to said, she'll dance with you, which was the other one, right? Oh. And uh, she, but I was delighted that she danced with me. And she said, "I don't know how to dance." I said, "Don't worry, we'll lead you through. It's a simple step. You know, I'll just lead you. You will have no problem, right?" So I escorted her on the dance floor. I was being a real gentleman. We were having a great time. Couple right? spins. What? Yeah, it made her night. She, you could tell she wanted to dance because she's sitting there watching the dance floor the whole time. She's not watching the band. No. She's watching the dance floor. So I was like, "Hey, we'll get her, take her for a spin, right?" And uh, we had a nice dance. I was a real gentleman. My wife saw it. Rage and jealousy, right? Yeah, but she rage was rage and jealousy. Well, inside, internal. She doesn't oh, let internal. the she doesn't let it oh. bubble out, right? Okay. At the end, I said, uh, 
I, afterwards, I said to her, did you see me dancing with that other girl? And then she says, yeah, I did. It made me jealous, actually. And I go, uh, really? Because I haven't seen that from you before. I like it, you know? Yeah. You still want to show her what you got, eh? You still want to show her what you got. You got a couple things up your sleeve. I'm going to be a gentleman. I did nothing wrong. I'll defend it all day long. I'll dance with a girl every week. You can talk to them and dance with them. There's nothing wrong with that. Big deal. You're a good dancer. Yeah, you're dancing. You're not uh, You're not trying to like uh, do anything inappropriate. You're just trying to take the lady for a spin, right? <laughs> yeah. Have a nice conversation when you're on the dance floor with her and then drop her off back with your friends and go back to your wife, right? Yeah. A nice night. Makes sense. But the little bit of you is in your brain. You see that little light in her eye when you're just charming her on the dance floor and you're like, I got it. <laughs> I got it if I want it, still, right? Yeah. And that's all I want to hear. That's all I want to have, just a little taste of it, right? And then I walk away. Second night, second night, we go to the the club, you know? You know, the club? The club? club? Yeah. We went to the Boomf Boomf Bar. Uh. <laughs> and uh, so that night we were... Uh, we were, um, I wasn't crazy about it. I think the DJ that night that was coming in was, uh, shit, I can't even remember his goddamn name. DJ Shitty. Yeah, it was like, he played with like, uh, like Puff Daddy or some goddamn oh, thing. Yeah. He was like, he, he was notable. Supposed to be a real big deal. Yeah, yeah. So I never stayed to see him. <laughs> I never stayed to see him. I, we left before that. You're in there. He's coming in. He's the big deal. You He's can, the big deal. We yeah. paid the ticket to see this guy. Oh, I, yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Um, we paid a ticket. I think it was like like 45 bucks for me and 25 bucks for my wife. And you got the fuck out of there. Wow. No, no. We stayed for the the opening DJ was there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, went in Rome. And I'm, I'm actually thinking, well, we're two gay guys, right? So we're in a we're in like a boom, boom bar with two gay guys, right? <laughs> I felt a little, a little awkward bringing them to the country bar the night before because I didn't know how they are going to take that. And uh, they had a great time, and they loved oh, it there, good. right? And then uh, this, like, the spectacle of it and all that stuff, they're having a good time. And then the next night, we go to the Boom Boom Bar, and I'm like, great, we got these two gay guys. I'm not, I'm not going to look gay when I'm dancing, because I'm dancing next to these guys. They're going to look more gay than me, right? Because they're gay, right? They're going to be like all... It's like we had a guy that I, that I went to school with, and uh, he kind of always acted really gay, you know? I don't think he's... He's not gay, but he acted really gay. And so... When Charles and I were with him, we would be more gay, like, because he was gayer than us, so we would go just below his gay level. He set the bar pretty high. <laughs> yeah. And then we could, then we could, uh, just, it was just like, it, it was a lot of fun, actually, just to, like, be, like, stupid like that. Like, you're kind of making fun of it, right? So I was thinking, like, you know, I'm on the dance floor. I can do, like, uh, I can get into it a little bit more <laughs> and not feel like I'm looking too fruity because I'm with these guys, right? right. But they're so fucking conservative, right? They're just, they're like, uh, just sitting like wallflowers. Oh, really? Like, oh, yeah. I was the one going crazy. I was the gayest guy in the room. <laughs> <laughs> You're having a great time, though. A gay old time. I was having a great time. As they say. And you know what? Uh, yeah, when in Rome, right? And then, uh, you know what? Uh, they played Jump Around by... Uh, uh, we just jump around. House of Pain? House yeah, of Pain. House of Pain. House of Pain. And I didn't see it coming because I was like, <laughs> finally one for me, you know? And so when they did jump around, that's my wheelhouse. I was like, total hair to my shoulders, you know, grunge rock Pete at his finest, you know, in university. And I was right back there. And I was jumping so high. I was clearing everybody by a shoulder's length, you know? I was just way above them, you know? Practicing for volleyball season. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. My leaps were great. Danny <laughs> said, you're Leap way up Pete. there. <laughs> Leaping Pete Van Dyke. Leaping Pete Van Dyke. I always had good ups, Michael. <laughs> always had good ups. It's a mauler. <laughs> yeah. You meet me at the net, I'll get above you. I've seen you. Yeah. You're I'll robust. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I got a second a second level gear, you know? I don't want to brag, everybody. Like, I got good ups. <laughs> So uh, we went to this this bar, 
And I'm not really having fun. I'm pretending to have fun, right? Except for the House of Pain song. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> genuine that song. fun. That was genuine fun. But for the other stuff, I'm just pretending to have fun. But I can see there's a lot of bachelorette parties in there, and I'm, I'm like all kind of tweaking about that, you know, because I really want to get in there with the, bas- with the Mix it up. bachelorettes. And they're like big girls, too, again. So I'm always like that because it's like I'm, I know I can – because I don't think my wife will feel threatened. <laughs> <laughs> but I can still have my fun with them, you know, like send some flowery – like you're, you're going to – you know, I hope you have a great time, just stuff like that, you know. You're on, yeah. You dance with them a little have bit. Have a nice chat, spin them around. Yeah. Everybody's having a good night. So I go up to the bar to get a drink at one point in time, and uh, this lady pulls up next to me. She is a uh, African American lady, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she's uh, all dolled up in like an evening gown, right? Evening gown of some sort. Lipstick, like really bright red lipstick, <laughs> you know, like bright red lipstick. The Joker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like she painted a little bit out of the lines, you know. She's not completely in the lines. Yeah. And she got like kind of like a Macy Gray hair, you know. Oh. Something like that. And uh, I was like, uh, she says to me, she goes, uh, would you mind if I go before you? I just want a bottle of water, right? And I said, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. I have a hard time saying no to pretty ladies. Oh. That's what I said oh. to her. <laughs> well played. Yeah, yeah. Well played. Like that? And then uh, <laughs> she was in love with me. Eh? <laughs> she just really, like that. Yeah. <laughs> she was really... I had to get the fuck out of there quick, you know. You see her eyes change, you're like, holy shit. She's taking me to the fuck holes. <laughs> Biggest fuck holes. Yo, help. Sucking <laughs> Jane, you in. Yeah, Jane, get me out of here. What did you do? And I'm like, I just told her she's pretty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I put the musk on too heavy. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I was just goofing around. <laughs> so that was the club, and then we got out of there, and my wife, like, my wife, I think, I don't know. She must have been on the same page as me, so we got the heck out of there. And uh, then uh, I started to notice I was getting a little ill. And the next night I was supposed to go to uh, uh, open mic night. I was going to do op- the open mics at, at a bar. And right before I did, I was working at the titty pool with um, <laughs> with on my bits and stuff. And then I lost my voice completely. And uh, But i got to tell you about the titty pool while we're talking about it. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. We went to... they. When we checked in the hotel, they told us, go to this this particular pool. We were in Encore, which is part of Wynn. Okay. You know, we were supposed yeah. to stay in Wynn, but they didn't have a room for us. They stuck us in Encore. Encore. Okay. And, uh, but it was fine. I mean, I don't, I don't, anyone that bitches about the room in Vegas is crazy. And, yeah. the, and this is a nice uh, hotel, right? Really good hotel. Yeah. And so they go, um, we went to, we got a good deal on it too. So we... We went to, they said, go to this bar. It's 21 and up. You don't have to deal with kids, right? And nice. we're like, good, because we're away from our kids. We don't, you know, want to be reminded of them, right? So, because uh, it makes you miss them, right? And so I go to this uh, part right past the kids' pool, which is the adult pool, which is all European rules, right? Oh, so, titties t- out. Topless place, right? Yeah. So you see a lot of fake tits out. Yeah. Some real mangled jobs, like mangled. One girl had square tits. She was... She was older. Like uh, a sugar cube. They really messed them up. It was Ugh. gross. It was like shirt, yeah, and the nipples all weird and Ugh. stuff. She kept covering them. She was in the top of the whole time because there was this like big, like monster looking guy that who makes, was like seems to make sense. super tan that was all like around him all the time. And uh, he kept getting girls to take their tops off. And uh, the um, the greasy guy. <laughs> 
And there's another one that you could see her fake breast had like the entire nipple cut out so that you could see the scar oh. around the whole nipple, right? Oh. Also, old boob jobs, like early in the state in the game, right? They're and, putting on the wall. Right. Yeah. And then the one day, this old lady sits down next to us, and I say she's old. Uh, she's got gray hair. Like, she's to the point where she's not coloring her hair anymore. It's gray. Her husband's gray, too. But they're pro- they're in good shape, like they're good shape for old people. But they're like probably like sixty, like around sixty. Okay. Right, I would say, maybe even like late fifties. But she takes off her top, topless. Right, great tits, like uh, unbelievable tits, like ridiculous tits, not looking fake at all, just like great, perfect, real Solid tits. Solid tit. Like old lady ass, like no way. Yeah, like a jiggly old lady ass. Uh, and uh, these great tits, you know? And I'm like, man, oh, man, you know, real sleeper. She not doesn't look like she's a, one of those, like, fancy girls. She's just a regular, like, uh, old lady. banker's wife, you know, like, you know. But, like, great tits. That's like, a great uh, tit Unbelievable. Good yeah. for her. Yeah, and then, so, all day long, everyone's asking, what do you think? They're real, right? Like, we're looking at them real, real. Then, I see evidence that I can't get past, and that is when she turns around one time, she's got, like, flabby back. Your back is flabby, right? Chicken's neck back there. Yeah, like a little flobbity skin, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, if her back is saggy, then her tits would surely have to be saggy. Like, the skin is saggy, right? Like, you can't keep firm skin here and, like, floppy skin on your back, right? Yeah, it's almost opposite. So, my wife says it's a tuck. Pulled back. It was a tuck. They must have tucked it up. Or it's just that boob jobs have gotten that much better. And now now they look so real. Well, they did good. Yeah. That's good for her. And it, good so, for him. But every once in a while, business would pick up, and it would be like all of a sudden you'd see like somebody that was just at the end of the drinking day, and they weren't going to go topless, but then they're like, all right, a girl who would never show her boobs just comes out and shows her boobs, and it's interesting for a couple of minutes, and then it's not. And it's just like she's just trying to get attention, and she's annoying, you know? And then... uh The one day we had a great seat. There was these girls that had this cabana, so they were out on this big lounger, one girl had this thong bikini on, and the other girl had like mm. a three-quarter like bum thing, and uh, this like red just a bit of cheek is hanging out. Yeah, the redhead. And our wives are all in the pool. Teasing you. Our wives are on the pool, and us guys are on the chairs just staring at these girls' butts. And the one girl's like moving her butt around to dance to the music. You know what I mean? Oh, it's so sexy. <laughs> and the women are like, uh, "What are these guys doing on the chairs? You know, they they're not coming in the pool today." And, and it's like uh, they finally came out to talk to us, and they yeah. looked over and they're like, "Oh, we see what you guys are doing." Right? <laughs> Enjoying the scene. I'm like, "Yeah, sit down up. It's a nice peak. It's great." And then the last day, we're just about to leave, and, and you know, we've seen some okay ones. Then all come, one comes in, freckly, real freckly boobs. Oh, but, boobs! Yeah, her whole body was freckly, and her boobs were even freckly. And uh, ginger, a bit of a ginger, yeah, yeah, but not really, like more brown, almost more brown than ginger, but really freckly, a little bit of red to her hair. And uh, she was uh, really interesting for a while, and then out of nowhere, this goddess comes out of nowhere, tops in the pool, the best boobs any of us have ever seen, like the. The wives are days. coming to get us. The wives are coming to get Look at her coming in, you know, in a ray of sunshine coming in. Just uh, the most perfect natural breast that you've ever seen in, in your life, you know. Topless. Yeah, topless. It was beautiful. Great. It was actually beautiful. And everyone appreciated it for what it was, which was a sure splendor of glory. It was just wonderful. Wonderful she breast. She treated everybody to it. Oh, yeah. She just gave us a nice spectacle. Real comfortable with herself. 
and just a gift to us all wow. to be able to gaze upon. A gift from the heavens. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed it, so I wanted to give a thank you to whoever that lovely woman was because you really made my day at the Sweet titty tits. pool. Oh, she was great. She was great. All right. We're over an hour now. Uh, the rest of the Vegas trip, I got. I was didn't go to the comedy night because I lost my voice. You're sick. Yeah. yeah, and then I was stuck in bed. Uh, did you, did you, because uh, I've been on a trip before where I was stuck in bed for like fucking two nights, three days, food poisoning and uh, suck balls. Yeah. One day, how, how long were you like actually fucked over? Well, for the, the, the Sunday night, uh, like I was that whole Sunday I was hurting. So like at the, cl- at the okay, club, Sunday, at yeah. the club that on club. Saturday night, yeah. I remember I was trying to smoke a cigarette and I realized that, uh, shit it, was going down. Yeah. Something was going on cause yeah. the, the cigarettes tasted terrible and, and I was like feeling really crappy and, uh, couldn't drink anymore, you know, which Things just maybe sour. I was just full. Yeah. yeah. And then, so then, uh, I managed to just hit on that one girl and then go home. Yeah. <laughs> Wife was not jealous. Wife was not jealous. Wife was uh, equally scared for me. <laughs> she looked crazy. She looked crazy. Like she looked like she was a serial Head killer. Head first the hills. Oh man, those eyes scared the shit out of me. Like she seemed kind of normal when I, she first asked me, and then all of a sudden when when I said crazy eyes. Oh, crazy. That was bad trouble. Oh, that's good. So you only miss one day. So yeah, right? really one day. Yeah, that's good. So and well, I was not good, and I drank. I drank that whole sunday because really? people kept giving me drinks and i was like oh you toughed it out good for you i toughed it out yeah uh, but it was it made by that night i was uh toast, toast yeah Ugh. and then the next day on the plane or whatever you toughed it out to get home but it was oh i was okay it wasn't that bad but it's uh well, it's too bad you missed your uh comedy thing that would have been cool yeah mm-hmm. i know yeah. well next time i'll i guess still gotta uh you get them save next time for next time that's yeah. good attitude get them next yeah. time yeah, and I also want to go to that double down because that uh, to me that if you can go to a toilet and have the best time of your life, what's the what is the what is the what is a better thing to do? Nothing better than that. It's, it's well, perfect. We got to close the show with what we call sports break, Michael. Oh, what are we talking about then? I think we're talking about cocks and balls, shoots and scores and all. We're talking about cocks and balls and sports stuff. We're, this is time for the sports break. This is definitely baseball oh, mania around here. Sure is. If you come mm-hmm. from uh, this part of the world, you're really excited about the Toronto Blue Jays and the series with the New York Yankees and uh, the chase to the pennant with those two teams. And uh, I'm pretty excited too. It's a back this. I don't, people haven't been this pumped up about baseball since uh, 93. 93, right? Yeah. 293. Yeah. And Paul, I understand you brought your lovely wife for your anniversary to the to one of those games. Yeah, we went and saw the Yankees on uh, Tuesday. They lost, but it was a great game. Great seats. It was awesome. Yeah, I've never, never seen a ball game that close up. It's way different. I've always been in like the upper bowl too, and you, you know you got to you really can't get the appreciation for it that you do when you're down close. Yeah, like when you're sitting there, how is Batista's fucking arm? Oh, like I got to watch those two That's throws, man. It was unbelievable. Sick. It yeah. was awesome. They he was throwing from left. Tell the whole story for people that didn't he was see it. Throwing he threw one guy from left field, um, through to third, and tagged the guy, and Donaldson tagged the guy out on third. It was beautiful, right from left field to third, and then did another one right from left field to home to beat the guy at home. And you're sitting behind the dugout of uh, 
off first base watching this guy throw from left field. Yeah, pretty much right even with first like, base. They're unreal athletes, eh? Oh, like that's a long way for, <laughs> for that ball to fly. And the one to third, Donaldson had a jump. It would have went farther. Like He overthrew. Yeah, he like overthrew him. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That is unbelievable. That guys can do that. Like, we don't give a, I'm, I try it's a typical Canadian thing because we're hockey people, is that we don't give, like, baseball players are fucking athletes. Like, it's crazy the shit they can do. Yeah. Try to do it. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. Which brings me to a, a real tribute. We lost one of the great baseball personalities yes, that has, has ever lived. Uh, Yogi Berra passed yeah. away at the age of 90, and... Uh, People really underappreciate how good Yogi Berra was as a ball player. I watched a, uh, a bunch of stuff about him. Like this guy, he's a uh, legend. Yeah. yeah, he won ten ten World Series. He was uh, MVP, I think, three or four times. You know, like this guy was. Uh, cl- he had better numbers than Batista if you compare the two yeah. p- players. Oh, oh yeah, no and, uh, you know, really come from humble beginnings, uh, talent from Italy, and uh, rose up to become one of the greats of all time. You know, just a, a really uh, great baseball mind. And uh, that, but what he was known for, probably just as much as his baseball ability, was his uh, his great uh, quotes, the great Yogi Bearisms that they would call him. And uh, some of them were true, and some of them were not true. Okay. Like some of the ones he was attributed to were not even true. So I have a list of uh, great Yogi Berra-isms, and you have to tell me, the three of the three of my uh, compadres, the new Nocturnal Emissions, <laughs> Steve the Reluctant German and Michael Bowe. <laughs> Charters! Yeah, and, uh, and my bartender, Paul Van Dyke. I'm going I'm to do a Yogi Berra quote, and you have to tell me if it's uh, true or false that he said that quote. All right? Number one. When you come to a fork in the road, take it. I can True. Yes. I'm gonna go false. This against you guys. All right. The answer was he. he True. He said ah, it. Ah shit. But he uh, was said by someone before him. But uh, uh, but Yogi he did Vera say it. Popu- popularized it. He was a. Uh, he was the most notable person that said it. Okay. Of next course. one. He's notable. Yeah. <laughs> you can observe. A- you can observe a lot just by watching. <laughs> I'm going to say true on that. I'm going to say that's him, too. It's a very true statement. That's too easy. It's a no. You say false? I say false. It is true. Oh, true. oh yes. I'm on the board. You're on the board. Okay, <laughs> it ain't over till it's over. That's him. True. I'll go with yes, true. I thought it was when the fat lady sang, but False. It is true. That's a tie game. I heard that last mm-hmm. night. That's the only one I knew. <laughs> yeah, this is another one attributed to Yogi Berra. It ain't over till the fat lady sings. It's attributed still? Yeah. A lot of people say he said that. Are we that guessing on, on this one? No, it this is this has been attributed. True. Yeah, you can guess on it. Yeah, we just since we're on it. True. I'm saying no. True. You say false? Yeah. You say true? true? Yes. It is false. Oh. It is not Yogi Berra. <laughs> Uh, clearly now this one. They just mixed it up with the other one he said. That's right. How about this one? It's deja vu all over again. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna go false. I'm gonna go false. That sounds like Eubanks. Sounds like false. Miami Vice. <laughs> false. It is false, actually. But he has that was one a that very Selleck? famous one. I don't know who it is, but Yogi Bear City never said it. Oh. But everybody does attribute it to him. Okay, um, 
No one goes there nowadays. It's too crowded. I can say true. Anyone can say that about anything. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense. If, yeah. it, if it, no one goes there, why is it crowded, it's right? Crowded. I, yeah. I'm going to say no. False. I say true. It is true. You did say that. Uh, how, this so one. Smart. 90% of the game is mental, and the other half is physical. <laughs> oh, I would imagine there's a lot of guys that said that, false. too. So I'm, fall, I'm going false. I'm going with you, Paul. You're going to go with true. Just be different. It is true. It is oh! true. It is also, it is also quoted that he said uh, 90% of the game is half mental, <laughs> which is... Uh, but he didn't say the other part? Well, he's been quoted both ways. And and he says that sounds like something he'd say. <laughs> and, uh, they just give it to him now. <laughs> a nickel ain't worth a dime anymore. False. Not him. True. I'm going to false that one. It's true. Oh, he did say I'm getting it. killed right now. <laughs> Always go to other people's funerals, otherwise they won't come to yours. <laughs> true. I think that's a true one. Yeah, true. I'm going to go true. That's false. Damn it. Oh, the ringer gets never said it. Uh, we made too many wrong, mis- wrong mistakes. <laughs> true. That's true. It's true. True. It is true. Congratulations. I know the record would. I knew the record would stand until it was broken. <laughs> true, but that's beautiful. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. You're going to go false just to be that guy. Either. No, it's true. <laughs> I'm starting to get this vibe. It'll be there until it's And this broken. is the last one. You can't imitate him. If you can't imitate him, don't copy him. <laughs> true. You're going to go false again. False. It's true. That's <laughs> all Yogi. And it's like a, more senile. Give a, good, yeah, <laughs> give a big Dutch Hall round of yeah. applause for the great Yogi. Boy, Yogi. Thanks for the memories. What about Hey Boo Boo? Hey, hey, that was a, that had to be based on him, right? Totally he was based 90, on right? One hundred percent. And uh, you know, he was uh, for a guy like that. He comes across kind of like he's not the sharpest guy, right? But as a, far as a baseball mind is concerned, yeah. he's great. And that he pitched uh, or he caught. He was a catcher, so he called the game in uh, I think it was the '51 World Series where um, the guy came within one out of. Uh, pitching a perfect, perfect game, game the first one ever yeah. and in the last uh the last batter of the of the ninth inning uh, hit a double and it scored the winning run and he ruined his perfect game right and uh, he was calling that or no what it wasn't a double he i don't know he hit it hit it maybe he hit a home run yeah. and he, he, there was a guy in second yeah that's what it was he got a two run like a walk there. a walk and he said if he would have threw out the guy that he walked on second a play earlier when he stole second then he that oh, other guy wouldn't went up to bat to hit him home and they would have won the game, so Yogi Bear never forgave himself. But he still called an almost perfect game in the World Series. And then later on, I think it was uh, Larson, actually did uh, pitch a perfect game in the World Series. Really? And Yogi Bear called that whole game, too. And uh, he said the guy never called him off once, the whole game. Just took his signs. So when you really think the, the pitcher gets credit all the time for a no-hitter, but if you look at it, that uh, like the catcher the is catcher's really... The catcher's doing a ton. Yeah, like oh, yeah. the catcher's calling that game. One time, Mickey Mantle was giving uh, Yogi Bear shit about um, about how it's it's uh, easy to call a game, and so he said, "If you think it's so easy, you call the next game." Right. So Yogi, uh, they, they worked they worked out at, from shortstop. I think he was giving signals like he would crouch down for a yeah. curveball, stand straight for a fastball, and he would like wiggle his glove for the other a slider or something. 
and uh, he called the game until the seventh inning, and he goes, and the pitcher was on, the guy was calling a great game. Like Yogi Bear is saying this about Mickey Mantle. Yeah. He's calling a great game. And then in the seventh inning stretch or whatever, he comes over to Yogi Bear and he says, I took you this far. You take us the rest of the way. Yeah. Because I'm he goes, exhausted. Yeah, he goes, this is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, the pressure is incredible, you know, yeah. of what you have to go through yeah. and what you have to know, like the baseball knowledge that yeah. you need to know. Yeah, it's, it's, it tells the tale that uh, Mantle knew that much about the game. To be yeah. able, like he's reading what's happening as you know that shows why he's such a good player. But oh yeah, yeah. Also gives credit to Yogi Berra big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then a lot of catchers, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Actually, I was gonna say that I never heard anyone say anything bad about Yogi Berra, and then I wa- was watching this this um, it was like Legends of Baseball, you know, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. About him, and they show Mickey Mantle in his in his uh, later years, and he says, uh, you know, I heard an interview with Yogi Berra one time. Where he said uh, Joe DiMaggio was the best uh, player in baseball, and uh, I was really offended by that. And you know, Yogi Berra wasn't even the best catcher we had in the and on the team. Uh-huh. Those other two catchers, and he named them, they were better catchers than Yogi any day, right? And then, uh, um, and the, the interviewer goes, "Are you telling me that you think <laughs> this jackass and this jackass yeah. that no one remembers in history, right, are better than Yogi Berra?" Are, are way better than Yogi yeah, Berra. Yeah, way better. And he goes, uh, no, not way better, a little bit better. And then he goes, and then he goes, I'm just kidding. He goes, he was right about DiMaggio, you know. <laughs> but he even had me. Like, I thought he was trashing him because he was pissed off about the comment. Mantle. Yeah, yeah. But no one's ever said a bad word about Yogi yeah. Berra. Yeah, he's... You know, what? this guy friggin' just died, and he, like, uh, like uh, some of the... Like most legendary plays was like him uh, a, a missed call at home home plate when Jackie Robinson slid in to, to win the uh, Dodgers the World Series yeah, you know yeah and uh, like he played with Jackie Robinson legendary. Jackie Robinson yeah. came into the dressing room to after the World Series after he lost the World Series and told them how great players they were and stuff like that like a real class move. Oh, this is the era in which he played baseball. Like, yeah. this is like old school. I can't oh, yeah. believe he wasn't dead thirty years ago. You know, it sounds like ancient history at this point in time. So, it sure does. Yeah, certainly lived a long life. So that's a that's a, that's, that's a it. tribute. Yeah, tribute to the great Yogi Berra. And the secret is, if you go to Vegas, you got to roll the dice. You never know what you're gonna get. This time, it beat the shit out of me. So. Next time we're gonna get we're gonna nail it. Other than that, if you'd like to, uh, we always like getting feedback from our listeners. So uh, reach out to me at live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. You can also uh, follow me on uh, Twitter at Dutch Hall on Twitter. Like me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. It's all Dutch Hall or live from the Dutch Hall. You'll find me. And Periscope, you know, charters. You son of a bitch. Uh, you've been trying. You've been plugging away at these old. That I remember you. You with your slide you brought in the one time you're plugging away at that uh, Stone Temple Pilot song and I'm telling you we had in uh, Steve the Reluctant German he just like nails it just playing it on his lap if you go on Periscope Dutch Hall on Periscope you watch the uh, new Nocturnal Emissions band practice from this week and I'll tell you Dave Charters you're gonna cry yourself to sleep tonight that's what you're gonna do until <laughs> until next week I am Pete Van Dyke. And I will see you, NT. See you next Thursday. If anyone wants apricot brandy shots, come on in. Actually, why don't we close with one of those? Give one of our bartender.
apricot brandy makes me dandy. Right. 